everybody, and welcome to Sean and Lydia Happy Hour, coming at you from Studio Easy Peasy in Des Moines, Iowa. We're doing a very fun aftermath of Cosmic Kingdom podcast. Last time we discussed Cosmic Kingdom, we kind of hyped it up. We got a lot of good reception from that from our friends, family, and whatever, whatever. But now we're coming at you with the aftermath, talking about our fun favorite stories and whatnot. So without further ado, light your favorite scented candles, grab your favorite drink, <laughs> beverage, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, you know how we roll, and get it ready to crack with us. <laughs> Take a sip. Obi's jealous. He just meowed because he didn't have one to open. Yeah, we didn't get him any beer this time. Yeah. We think he needs to slow down. Potentially has a problem. We're not sure. Well, what's up, my ooey gooey cosmic cuties? Boy, are we excited to have you here. Yes, we are. So Lydia's got a smorgasbord of uh, topics to discuss, of course, as usual. So we'll go ahead and get kick it off with arrival and camping, the whole situation behind that, because previous years and uh, mainly at other festivals, you know, camping can be a hassle. Camping can be pretty painful. The lines, the waiting. The... You never know what to expect. Even if you've been going to a festival for several years, it seems to change a little bit each year. And I have to say that it was an excellent experience this year. Last year we had, it was a little troublesome. The line when we arrived last year in 2021, and actually it was in August last year because of COVID, they didn't end up having it at their normal time frame. sort of postponed it. Then when COVID Things were getting a little bit better towards the end of the summer. They went ahead and moved forward with the festival. It was a great time, but when we first arrived, at around the same time, honestly, as we did this year, so it wasn't even a time issue, but when we arrived last year, the line was pretty bad. Security was going pretty slow. And for those of you that don't know, this is a hike in. Yeah. And by hike in, we mean, you know, a walk from your car. It's not, it's not gigantic or anything, but nevertheless, you know, it's last year when it's being held in August, it's hot as hell. You know, the sun is beaming down. The line wasn't really even that long, but the security guys were tearing everything apart and so slow. They did not know Opening what they Opening everyone's were doing. luggage, everyone's bag, uh, going through everyone's coolers because this is based, uh, just a reminder for those playing at home that don't know, this is in, at Sleepy Hollow and they don't allow alcohol, outside alcohol to be camped on the premises mm-hmm. and for tons of reasons. And They have their own liquor license. So technically by city rules and so forth, like they can't allow people to come in with their own alcohol and be camping with it like you would at a lot of normal camping festivals. But this year? But this year, it was a walk in the park, baby. It was beautiful. We were rolling up and I was like, hell No yes. line. We were pulling, in, <laughs> pulling into that parking lot, $20 to, uh, to park. You get a sticker you put on your dash. Pretty usual. And no line. No, and, you know, there was it's like not two 90- people, two people in front of us. It was beautiful. I mean, the guy did, he did do a search. Like he did a good search, but he was nice. He was laughing. It wasn't serious. Like it was all good, man. He was telling jokes, laughing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was, it was exactly how you want security guards to be, you know, happy, looking for uh, threats to the camp goers or anybody to artists, uh, anyone you know security whatnot he was very fun to work with he was just wishing us well for the rest of the weekend we saw him every time we went back to the car to get right, like, the that, next load that's and- the thing if the line is bad and the security doesn't know what they're doing it comp it makes it 
three times worse because yeah. you have to go back a couple times. I mean, you're not going to get everything for a camping festival in one trip, even if you have several people working or on a it. cart. So that means that if the line is terrible, then you're going back through it not once, but twice, but maybe even three times. But anyway, big, big shout out to Cosmic for that, that they, whoever they hired this year, and we'll tell you more stories of security as we get a little bit deeper into our recap. But we had nothing but good experiences with security. I did feel like they were doing their job at the same time. We weren't being hassled or anything like that. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm, I want to make it clear that this is, from all the festivals, you know, we've been to dozen, 15, 20 festivals, different ones at least, and then, you know, 20, 40, 50 times. But this has never been a horrible like experience at Cosmic or uh, in Des Moines in general for security or police. So we want to make that clear. But last year... It seemed like the security group they had. They didn't had. know what they were doing. They pro- It seemed like they didn't know what a camping festival was about. And they weren't chill. They weren't cool. They were just kind of dickheads. But enough about that. Yes. Let's the point move. is, it was a positive experience. So let's, we get in. Let's move to camping. Let's give a shout out to Sydney, a uh, friend of the show. She got the spot. She was the first to arrive in our crew of about 20 plus. She got the spot we wanted. Yeah, right next to the mound. <laughs> we got the dual mound. You know, we got the hill. This year, we, we decided, you know, you're banished from the mound. You go to the hill and then otherwise you're at the mound so the mount it's just basically a camping spot that's like is right next to a giant mound like <laughs> a natural little mini hill looking mound thing oh i want to be clear it is not, not a, a hill, hill. <laughs> so she got the spot so props to her we arrived right after with our crew of three cars uh shout out to simona christian coming in from Woo! denver that was a beautiful, beautiful moment coming in Thursday night and experiencing a little bit of downtown. Yeah, Demont, that's or East definitely Village. a highlight for us this year. We were we had the pleasure of hosting two of our good friends from Denver, uh, who ju- I mean, just to keep it simple, frankly, we met through another festival about this year. time a yeah. year a year ago and they came to visit we were able to show them a little bit of des moines thursday night they stayed the night here we had a great time stayed up a little too late but that's how you do when you're excited <laughs> yep i had friday off and actually i got to ring in my cosmic weekend of celebrating my wife's birthday but also i finally got a new job after searching and interviewing for two years Ooh, cheers! yeah so i got that call i got my offer call the morning of and yeah, it was just a great way to ring it in. So shout out to me. So everything was as smooth as butter. We we get in through security, easy peasy. We got a great camp spot. And not, maybe it's not as desirable to other people, but it actually worked out perfect for us. We were actually right across the like walkway from the portas. And the only negative is that you have to tolerate them the smell of them cleaning it maybe just a couple times, but it's worth it. Hold on. <laughs> Let's capitalize on this point, which is, they cleaned it like two or three times. Immaculate. Immaculate. Shout out to the waste management that they had working the the, the never whole seen, festival. Never seen I, better run portas yeah. <laughs> everywhere, not just in the campground. Everywhere. You know, never we love mounds in this. We love mounds in this fam, right? We're mound fam, but we don't like mounds in that porta. And so if you've been to a lot of camping festivals, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so we, that day two mound that just never oh seems God. to get clean. What about day three? You know, morning of when you're oh, trying to camp even. up. No, I don't even want to talk about day three. Heck no, that that ain't right. And so we had no issues there. So just completely well run. Very smooth festival from, from all these experiences that we've already shared with you. But let's move on. So we were, let's talk about the mound itself. Let's talk about what the situations with the mound and just what it means to us and our Des Moines and tertiary states crew. Yeah, so the mound started last year. We camped in a pretty similar spot, not exact, but close enough. And... It's basically 
a little mound in the ground <laughs> that is just a part of the natural landscape. And for whatever reason, last year we after partied there every night. Like we took a little speaker up, everyone, you know, came out, just walked a few feet away from the camp and we would just create sort of this gathering. Sometimes strangers will join the mound. They'll see us having so much fun up there. They'll come kick it, a little bit of conversation. It's just sort of a thing, I guess, and that's now our tradition. And so this year, because we were fortunate enough to get this killer spot right next to the mound again, of course, we after partied there all weekend again. It was yeah. beautiful. Just another point with that is that we actually went out there like Saturday during the day as other people were putting on their like getting ready and whatnot. So then we had somebody come up to us who was part of the official after movie and he shot us saying we love Cosmic Kingdom. So if you see us in the after movie, we are the first group giant group. I almost, you know, 20 people shouting out. We love Cosmic Kingdom. So it was a dreary day, but hey, it was perfect to get ready and whatnot because we didn't have to deal with like the sun baking our tents to change. Right. Or, it was know, warm rinse. enough, but it was still really mild. And I, yeah, I mean, it was great. It was perfect weather pretty much the entire time. I think it sprinkled a little. We had rain the first night when we were up on the mound. It like started Sprinkle, raining at yeah, one point. Yeah, yeah. It was like 2 a.m. So it was, everyone yeah, it was like really ready matter. to hang out, you know. Let's get into the experience itself. Let's get into Cosmic, uh, which is known for a few other experiences, art installs. Not necessarily only about those, the music, which is pretty neat. You know, it's set up in Sleepy Hollow, so we've already got the the stand-ins and the castle entrance and everything. That's yeah. Up. So one, one thing that's notable about this year is ever since they've had Cosmic at Sleepy Hollow, the main stage has been in this same area. And this year was the first year they moved it basically to the other side. And when I say other side, I mean, this is a really small festival. So hardly, hardly a major difference, but it was basically on the other end versus the where it used to be years prior. About a quarter mile at most. Mm -hmm. And although I feel very nostalgic for the OG main stage, I will say that this new area is much more open so there was way more space there it's never been a super crowded festival but it was even less crowded you know you could walk up to the front for a couple songs if you wanted you know during the main act and you wouldn't be being shoved around basically it's it's really nice it's nice especially if that's more your vibe you don't want to be in the crowd being pushed around and you want to be able to just hang out with your friends like bring in chairs christian and simone were able it's the type of festival you can bring in you know basically whatever you want and just be comfortable with your crew you know set down a little home base, get your hammock chairs in like Christian and Simone did. Let's pause there and let me amplify your point there with the whole not having to get fight the crowd and whatnot, because this is tucked away. So you didn't have this like walkway going out of the festival like the other main stage had with that like little gravel road type thing, mm -hmm. you know, that was go. I felt like that was just such a hassle to like get through the small crowd. It was more condensed. This was a more wide open area. So basically, like you're saying, you got to have your blanket down and not bother other people. You got to have your chairs. And yeah, the it original main stage was like a corral. Yeah, it was so like sort corral. You were forced to yeah. sort of start to condense a little bit just because of the natural layout of it's takes place on a existing like year round standing Renaissance fair. So there's already structures and things around that would force people to kind of get into a more tight area. But here it's more an open field. So that was excellent. And that kind of brings me to just an interesting observation. I thought for sure 
because Cosmic gets bigger and better, in my opinion, each year. Oh, yeah. Bringing bigger and bigger acts. It is more of that, like, wonky sort of underground, more vibe. It's not exactly mainstream EDM by any means. So it is always a little bit lower attendance. It's not an electric forest. It's not an EDC, of course. But one, I thought for sure this year, being the acts that they were bringing in, like I said, getting bigger, better. Of we'll course, talk about the acts next. But. Of course, it's going to be more crowded, right? But when we got in there, and I thought maybe it was just a Friday thing, I thought for sure Saturday would be crazy. No, both nights were... I was surprised by the attendance. Yeah. And I guess I don't know if it was just an effect of the change of the main stage like i said it being more open it just seemed like there was less people or if there were actually if if ticket sales were actually not that great yeah i don't know it's hard to say i hope that we get some numbers either reported through the media like des moines register has reported numbers for 515 alive or some sort of press release for cosmic and i mean i you know we aren't going to worry about hearing about next year's cosmic for close to eight ten months probably uh, some sort of announcement for next year, but I hope it continues. I think that is a very smart idea. It's I unique. Think it will. It's on the same property of land. Uh, we, I mean, we do know that there's no five one five alive this year. So all the resources of, of Dan Green and his team, Sean, shout out to Sean, uh, basically pulled together for Cosmic and other shows on Thursday nights at Platform. Which brings me to my next topic about being inside, which is the vendors. I yeah, before we talk about the vendors, I don't know if this is something that Dan would ever comment on. I don't even know if Dan Green will even listen to this entire thing. But if you do and if you feel comfortable commenting, Dan, I would love to hear just the info, like how were ticket sales this year? What does the future of Cosmic Kingdom look like? Are we going to go two weekends? You know what I mean? Wishful thinking there. Like, where do you see this going? Because it's such a beautiful, unique, small experience that it's sort of like a hidden gem of the summer festival scene. I feel like once out of town people do come to Cosmic and they see what is going on, they're like, whoa, this is really fun. It's easy. It's small. It's cool to get around. It's like a fun homey fest that you can just be comfortable. You can be up in the crowd if you want. You can come back to home base. It's it's an easy, really fun wonky festival so i would love to see the future of it you know maybe even forget 515 you know what i mean yeah maybe forget about it maybe we you you know something gets more funds and time and resources get devoted to expanding cosmic kingdom to maybe an additional day i'm just curious so well, if you do hear this dan and you feel comfortable commenting we'd love to hear your thoughts i know that Dan's team is also part of helping out a lot. I don't know how much of a piece of the pie they have with Wakan, which we actually just bought tickets for this morning. Woo! So we're going to Arkansas, baby. First okay. time for me. And uh, so I don't know what the future holds either for Cosmic, but I know that they do have a lot of resources pulled for, like I said, those platform shows and other satellite shows at Woolies. A good set of the lineup has been to Des Moines in the last year plus, and that's, you know, we don't know for sure because we aren't part of the music industry, but we do know that there's probably some sort of deals set when they play here. And with that being said, let's chat real briefly about the vendors, which they paid a pretty penny to be there. That's where they make a good chunk of change. And I thought it was pretty neat to see some big time vendors mm -hmm. such as Third Eye Pinecones. Yep and the Noral, there's a <clears throat> Noralina freedom which if you're a woman in the festival scene i'm sure you you've heard of they it it's just i've never seen some of these bigger more i guess you could say like national festival vendors ones that you see at forest you know i've never seen them here before and this is the first year i've really seen some of those bigger names i guess you could say coming here and so i guess i think that that's just 
a good indication that yeah. we're, we're on the map. You know, vendors are interested in coming here. Yeah, and that has to do with the vibes of cosmic it has to do with the wonderfully priced vendor prices i think probably yeah, twenty four hundred dollars sure. i don't know for sure but i just mean seems pretty reasonable for two-day festival and whatnot so with that being said do you want to jump into the music yeah let's talk a little bit about honestly all of the sets were great yeah there i don't not... really i hate <laughs> for something like this i feel like everyone that was there was wonderful, but we'll just call out a few of our favorites, I suppose, if we have to pick. Yeah. One thing of note I want to mention is the main stage itself was quieter than I'm used to for most festivals. And I don't know if Do that- Do you think to... it was both nights or it was just Friday? I felt like it was both nights, but it's hard to judge because we were up closer. We made sure to be up closer for a closing mm -hmm. night, Saturday night, day two. And I think it might it has to do with the sound ordinances, which is a huge issue here in Des Moines. We have lots of issues at Val Air with sound ordinances. And it has to do with uh, the way that the speakers were put pulled up. It has to also do with the way that the speakers were pointed at the main stage. So I got to I ran into one of my old friends from Des Moines Social Club, and he shared some insight that the speakers at the main stage were pointed at right. where the merch was, which if you're facing the stage, it was on the left, left, far left side. That's mm -hmm. where they were pointed so they wouldn't drown out or pollute the P Pirate's Cove, which was only blocked off by, you know, an eighth of a mile worth of like trees and like mm -hmm. festival grounds. So that's something that of note, we were not, never on that side except for going and buying some official merch or getting drinks. We were never over official? there. Official? Yeah, and I got a pretty sick pashmina. So with that being said, it seemed a little quiet. I was not... <laughs> heavily impacted by that G. Jones set like I am for every other occasion. Yeah, it was just it was just too bad. It's not that we the sets weren't great, everything. It's not that things were bad or, you know, crummy sets or anything, but I don't need it, you know, breaking my eardrums, but it was like kind of weirdly quiet, especially that especially Friday night I noticed. And so that's a good point about not wanting to drown out the other stages because it's facing Pirate's Cove in a more direct way. But also I wanted to ask, do you think it has anything to do with the fact that what was the deal that part of the reason why they moved the main stages because that was in Pleasant Hill territory technically versus Polk County territory? Yeah, I don't know. Do you know. think it's... it has anything to do with the differences in sound It could have. And they also re they built that whole castle. That's not a reuse from previous years. That's why I was advised. One other thing is that the main stage, those were Hennessy's and they were not function ones. So Jeremy, whoever did who did sound with the function ones, owns the function ones. Shout out to him. That's pretty neat. I love you know, meeting people years ago at the Des Moines Social Club and seeing them do cool stuff. He shared with me that their Hennessy has been around for much, uh, no, nowhere near as long. Function ones have been around since I think the 70s or 80s, he said. And they've had more iteration. So with technology, you know, you the first initial like these Hennessy's are, or I think they're Gen, Gen 2, either way. And one of the initial generations, it just affects things. And so we heard it plain as day. I thought that the Function Ones were popping. I saw him working the board with his team during Super Future. And yeah, I thought it sounded great with the tree coverage to keep the sound in. Yeah, let's of... pop into that set for a moment. Super Future was going into the festival was one of my most anticipated. And uh, he was not playing the main stage, although he certainly could. But I actually was incredibly stoked that he was going to play Pirate's Cove because otherwise, like Sean mentioned earlier, 
we were pretty much just camped at the main stage due to the acts that we wanted to see. But Super Future, they threw him on Pirate's Cove. And I love that vibe down there. Pirate's Cove is awesome. So I'm like, thank God we at least have like one set, a reason to get down there because it's just cool. It's like more a little more in the woods. It's sort of a dip down. It's a little bit more, you know, funky, groovy down there. And Super Future's set was incredible. One of yes. our favorite sets. Maybe Sean said maybe even one of his favorite. Top Definitely like one of the biggest favorites. surprise set. I was dancing, having a great time with my sister. Actually, I was pretty sober the whole festival, which was a rarity for me. Uh, you know, I didn't really drink heavily day of. And that's just, you know, that maybe that's with old age and having to take Tums every time I drink beer. But it was just fun to just dance with my sister, have a great time at Super Future. I thought biggest surprise by far for me. What about you? What do you think was like the biggest surprise set wise for you? I guess I, I can't say any were a surprise because I knew everyone was going to throw down. Uh, they definitely met my expectations. I'd say, so let me back up to Friday. I was so excited to see Super Task. I've never seen Truth. I don't listen to a lot of Truth, but I've never seen Truth. So I was really excited to see their act. So both of those groups were supposed to be on Friday. And I, I can't honestly tell you, I don't remember exactly what went down. I think one of them was a flight issue. I don't know about the other. I don't want to misrepresent, but point being is that both of them had to cancel. They were both on Friday, I think maybe even back to back. And so Turnian yep. Sa- Sound was playing on Saturday, was supposed to play on Saturday, but they must have already been in town or something because they filled in most of that time slot from Truth and Super Task with Turnian Sound. And I have quite the affinity for Turnian Sound and they're just, they're just so cool. They they had a wonderful set, especially doing it a little bit out of order yeah. and incredible set. And plus, you know, it's not like every artist can just go off and off the board, just off the fly. You know, some people just build a set and that's what they tour on. And maybe they change a few things on the fly here or there, depending on the city or region mm-hmm. they're in. So shout out to them for pulling up, yep. putting in the work. And also, the heat. <laughs> you saw Turnian Sound on a Thursday night here in, at Platform in Des Moines. I did. I did. I ended up meeting up with Chantel and Louise, but I went like by myself. Shout out to the yeah. friends of the show. <laughs> so we got to see, we came in right away or pretty close to the opening on Friday with Cannibalist. That was a lot of fun, you know seeing uh Cannibalist just take over and then oh, also that's right because they were behind schedule we weren't yeah. actually because we weren't super on time you, I mean you guys know it's kind of fun just to like chill for a second after you get everything set up like you don't want to be in a rush for me at least I like to just have a few drinks relax with the fam get your bearings have a good time I don't want to be rushed so I wasn't planning on even making it to Cannibalist but for whatever reason I don't know the reason but they were behind schedule by about an hour so when we did finally go in because I was trying to see my girl hundred may drums, have had to do with <laughs> truth and super task you maybe know? Yeah. it might have uh yeah, maybe they knew that they were going to cancel. Yeah. Therefore, they had to, they started the sets later. Therefore, Turning Sound only had to fill in for one and a half of those sets versus like two full sets. Yeah. But that was cool. We got to see Cannon Bliss. Then after that was my girl, 100 Drums. Shout out to my Gemini sister, 100 Drums. And also double shout out because she was selected for, I don't know what the grant is called, but it's whatever Excision's like artist grant was that he was running for the past few weeks. Basically, to oversimplify, he's going to give an up and coming artist like a certain amount of money each month so that they can stop grinding at both jobs and they can focus on their music. And just like fun fact, just to 
go off the rails a little bit for a moment. The day after 100 Drums was awarded this, she actually got laid off yeah, from her job. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That's like one of those afterglow from Cosmic feel-good mm-hmm. stories that you get to hear. Right. I mean, it's definitely not feel-good. It sounds well, like that was really... It was kismet. Terrible for her to... It was like, an you know, probably an ego blow, but she was planning on, according to her post, she was planning on quitting anyway and to focus on music. I don't know because of excision or if she was already planning on it, not sure. But nevertheless, what a perfect synchronicity that, thank God, you know, she got this grant. Now she at least doesn't have to worry about how she's going to pay, you know, her rent or whatever it may be. Yeah, I didn't want to diminish, you know, the... Tr- trauma because it is a little bit of a trauma and ego hit like you said getting laid off i just meant it was kismet because it worked out mm-hmm. you know now it she t- can focus yeah. full on and you know we got to pull her into des moines thanks to cosmic kingdom so yeah she's wonderful and her set was great so congratulations hundred drums congrats congrats <laughs> cheers to you girl all right let's highlight our favorite set of the night g jones for me hands down even though like i said it was a little a little bit quiet i thought g jones just he's a heater heat bringer He's he, he's a fire. He breather. never ever takes his foot off the pedal. Gosh. He it's just like he's just so intense. His intensity is unmatched. And I had a wonderful time. We were sort of camped out like a little bit away, sort of from that main crowd, if you will. And we had our home base, but I could see that there was some room, so I just kind of scurried off by myself, like up pretty close, like on the railing area. Like, I shouldn't say pretty close. I was on the railing <laughs> because this is a wonderful festival. It's not it's not so overcrowded that you can't do something like that. Like, I wasn't bothering anyone. There's a huge open space. So I went up to the rail. I'm jamming out, having a good time. At some point, I come back to the group and see Simone and Christian. I'm like, hey, guys, just so you know, there's like a totally wide open space up there. You guys want to go back up? And they're like, yeah, hell yeah. So we all go up and the three of us just groove for the rest of the set. Come to find out later, I guess nobody knew where I was and thought maybe I had got totally MIA, but I was perfectly safe with my homies, Simone and Christian. They had a great time up there. I'm really glad that we moved up and his set was, yeah, I don't know what to say. He's one of my favorite artists. His set blew me away as to be expected. He's great. He knows how to read the crowd. You know, he's a he's pretty much a veteran of performing. You can tell. I mean, we saw him back in Freak Out back in 2615 here at Air Ballroom in Des Moines, just, just wrecking house at a Halloween show. So otherwise of the trees was a lot of fun as well i was i love of the trees damn a little (laughs) a little tangent for you i had to like plan this out of course a little bit of a plan uh for me to bring in for your birthday bring in becca Mm -hmm. you know i had been working with her and kind of mitch a little bit off and on throughout the week you know she was telling you no she was telling me yeah probably and then give a little background becca's my best friend from denver she had said that she was interested in coming to cosmic kingdom But then she was like, no, you know, I'm going to decide not to do that. I'm just going to hang at home. She's a teacher in Denver. Last day of school is Friday. Got out of school. Went straight to the airplane. (laughs) Delayed. I was supposed to leave during Of The Trees. And you and I know from Okeechobee, you leave during Of The Trees? What the heck's wrong with you? And so I was like... (sighs) Crap, I'm going to have to tell my wife, oh, sorry, I have to, like, go to the bathroom. I have to leave Fury of the Trees and go get my Bex to see. And so I, like, had this all planned. I was, like, going to make up, like, oh, my heartburn. I go go back to camp and get some Tums. Well, well aware, like, that you probably already know I already have infinite Tums in my fanny pack. And so, anyway, it didn't happen. I got to enjoy all of, of the Trees, one of my favorite sets as well of the weekend, and just... 
just what it, time was she supposed to be there? She then? was supposed to be there right before of the trees. So what? But I don't remember. His so of the trees starts at ten. She was supposed to get to her mother's house, who oh. was moving to Denver, help her out for an hour, hour and gotcha. a half, say hi, get some food maybe, and then come out like around nine forty. She was leave and like get dropped off, and I'd have to run out at the beginning of of the trees. It's just funny because me and Lydia just love. Love that set at Okeechobee and just thinking like, how could anybody even? And so Sean was worried that his wife would be like, yeah, yeah. you nerd, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny, I have a funny story to tell real quick before we move on about of the trees. I don't know how funny it is. It's sort of funny to me because I should have just been more assertive and asked him to take a picture, but we were doing a little photo shoot right in front of the entrance sign, like the kind of castle-y looking architecture we're doing like a little photo shoot between like me and a couple of friends like real quick just trying to force ourselves to get some photos right before we head in and here comes of the trees and his little entourage up the hill Uh, and i you always have to gauge like what they look like sometimes it's like get the photo other times it's like no i don't want to be that person today right this was one of those times i think i could have gotten the photo but i just didn't know what to say so all i said was I love you. (laughs) And then, you know, he waved and he smiled and we waved and smiled at each other. But the camera was out. I could have just said, I could have just said, would you jump in this photo with me real quick? It would have been so easy anyway. But it's, it's still, it's still funny. I'm happy that I got to see him like maybe six feet away from me. That was cool. Yeah. All right. I'll jump into night two here. Such a stacked lineup. I'm just looking at it here. It's just like closey bringing that, <laughs> closey bringing the heat. So I'll just go and cap it off with my favorite set of the weekend. I, I love that we got to move up the move the crew up at the main stage and got to enjoy the sound. Because I will say it was not qu- super duper quiet if you were moved up a little. Like I said, the speakers were pointed differently. So I don't want to like rag on it too much. But closey sounded phenomenal. Always. She, she swayed the whole room <laughs> through or the whole festival grounds through a just a whole a story journey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a journey a journey yeah so she was my favorite set of the weekend i just was absolutely getting it you know like i said i was sober just enjoying myself chatting with you know people would come up be like in our friend group and just be like oh my god i'd rub their back they'd rub my back like oh it's about <laughs> the, the fucking drops coming let's go it's just so good it was it just felt great to be back in that festival setting everyone's all smiles full on pearly white showing you know it was so good it's a beautiful place to be and only several hours earlier another little funny that occurred we were standing at the portas at with you sean and we looked over and here comes closey with two of her two of her homies down the gravel little walkway i shouldn't have said anything but i say to Sean, I was like, Sean, here comes Closey. She was going to walk our direction and walk past us. But Sean had this like primitive reaction. He couldn't help himself. He did this weird thing. I've never seen my husband do this before. I think he like stomped kind of like a horse is the only way I can describe it. He got excited. You could see like the excitement like bolt go through his body and he's like "Ah, ah." and then he like did this like stomp like he was gonna go get her or something and she sees all this she turns around and goes a different direction because she can see this like psycho man that just can't control how excited he is to see her and i I know i've mentioned it like multiple times but i'm like i'm not like screwed up i don't look screwed up 
So I'm like, on top of that, I'm just like, I looked normal. I'm just so excited to see her because she, we had, she's such an important artist for us right. through the pandemic. She's like LS Dream level. She's Rufus Du Soul level for us. I shouldn't have said anything, man. She yeah. was going to walk right by us. She had we like a, taken a real quick photo, but you did this, the weirdest thing. <laughs> you couldn't have done any weirder of thing that yeah, could yeah. deter her. She's like, um... You know, this is a festival. Who knows what that guy's on? Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. And Sean actually was relatively sober. He was just so stoked yeah, to yeah, see yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. But in her mind, she's probably like, I'm not going to. No, <laughs> we're not going to get into this. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us, right? Am, am I am I right, listener, playing at home? So, Lid, let's uh, let's jump into some of a couple of our favorite sets. We don't have to go through them all here on night two. Such a just such a solid lineup on both <laughs> nights for that main stage and Pirates Cove. Yeah, Vector. I got to mention Vector. I think... I think it was all about that first night for me, but Super Future was on the second night, and so was Vector at the main stage, and I love Vector. And he played my little lab group song that I like, so that's really all that I could ask Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, shout out to a lot of our fr- friends and fam hanging out with us, going off, having a ton, tons of fun. And you bringing up the lab group song is just makes me think of Luis, just yeah. having such a great time both nights. I know, who knows like every word. Gosh, and he just, he really revved me up on night one. It was such a beautiful moment. So one thing of note I will jump in and say, and I want to hear from you, all of your favorite sets, because I know you know most of these artists and you've li- been listening to them. And if you hear that third co-host in the background, he's he just, just been, likes to chip in now and He's again. just been interrupting nonstop. But I will say we did miss OPO because we had to hop over to our boy Super Future. And yeah. Super Future was, like Lydia had already mentioned, one of our favorite sets of the, of the week. Yeah, I'm sure OPO was great, but I've seen him a couple times. And I, I mean, I haven't, I'm sure I've been at a festival with Super Future, but I've never actually been as devoted to his music as I am this year so I had to see him so sorry Opio but I'm sure it was great <laughs> let's hear your favorite sets then from that night too before we get into some funny stories to rap to talk a little bit more about the sets on night two I did already mention Vector so that's definitely up there for me he's wonderful and Trip Street I love his just groovy trippy vibes that he has i always have a good time at his sets and we saw him from other sounds mm -hmm. and we saw him at voyage is one of the other places that we've seen him always love his sets not low as well Mm Hmm. absolutely yeah she had to basically there was several acts before her but it from my perspective that was the first one we went into and i'm sure for a lot of other people as well that was kind of their first coming finally coming into the festival on day two so and but she still brought so much energy even though there weren't that many people there yet right yeah of course, Closey. Of course. <laughs> Always Closey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of my favorites took us on that journey. As Lydia said, we uh, we all got to celebrate together, too. That was just so magical. One of those sets that you don't get too super often to have the whole fam there. Shout out to all the people we haven't seen, too. I mean, geez. So let's get into some funny stories to cap off this wonderful Cosmic Kingdom. Well yeah, run. this is probably my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go ahead and toss it to you, kick us off, because I know you you just had so much full belly ha-ha <laughs> laughing going on. Well, the closey run-in is one of mine, so I already mentioned Sean's little spaz out when he saw closey, and so she walked the other way. And so that's just the way it is, but that'll kind of live in my memory rent-free, that's for sure. I also wanted to mention, we just to bring it back to the beginning, we talked about how cool the security folk were. There was a couple of funny instances when we were after partying on the mound. This is a dry campground. And so when you are partaking in any alcoholic beverages, you do need to be like a little bit chill. 
And Simone had brought, we don't have them in Iowa yet, but Simone was gracious enough to bring a twisted tea bag. So envision uh, the cheap wine bags that we slap at festivals, but only it's twisted tea. And we hadn't brought it in yet. So she ran out. She ran out to the car late night, you know, whatever, two two in the morning and was going to hand it over the fence to me. And so I walk over. It's pretty dark, but there's uh, there's a security presence, you know, somewhat paying somewhat attention to what's going on. And after last year, everyone handing stuff over the fence, I'm sure they were paying a little bit more attention to the fence than maybe years prior. And I'm walking up to her. I'm getting close. She's like hiding kind of behind a van is she's <laughs> she's hidden. I mean, you can't probably see her, but I'm thinking as I'm walking up to the fence, I'm like, there is no way to make this not so freaking obvious. I did my best. I didn't like turn and look at her. I just kind of walked, continued to walk in one direction. She just like tossed it over to me and I just continued to walk and I circled back to the mound. On my, about halfway back to the mound, this guy comes up to me. He he doesn't really even look like a security nope. guard. He was like incognito. So at first I thought he was just a dude that was just messing with me. I, yep. Legit, because he wasn't really, he had, went upon further inspection, he div, did have some security stuff on, but it was covered in like a pashmina or something. Very heady looking guy. He was not, you know, your typical security. And he, he, he just said, hey, so, you know, what was that? Yeah. You know, and I was like, uh, what are you talking about? And I ha- I had it like underneath something, you know, maybe like a pash or something in between my arms. And I'm like, oh, it's a it's a it's a twisted tea bag. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to this guy. I'm like, it's a twisted tea bag. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, don't worry, I'm not gonna bust you. I'm one of the cool ones. I'm one <laughs> of the cool ones. And we had a little chat. I think he told me that I like looked good or something like that and i was like you look good too man because i mean he was a nice looking guy I mean, yeah. whatever i'm like we i can flirt my way out of this i guess if we yeah, have yeah. to he he's like all right have a good night i'm like yeah happy cosmic kingdom five minutes later the same thing happened to cassie yeah so oh my <laughs> god the same guy cassie's not here to tell her story but i can tell what happened next the next story so I had been talking to Cody. Shout out to Cody. Never see this guy. Hell yeah. Pulls me out of my pulls me out of a pit, a heartburn pit on Friday. Great conversations with him all night. Uh, I don't know even know if he's gonna listen to this, but just a whole much whole bunch of fun chatting with him. Anyway, we had talked. He has a whole cooler in his car. We already had a case of beer in our car too that we were like okay you know when we get to the mound part of the evening after g jones on night one we will definitely figure this out just toss it over that fence okay you had done this cassie had done this i am revved up i'm staring out into the parking lot standing parking lot excuse me i'm speaking quick because it's just such a fun experience <laughs> with ron my og homie that has given me some of my favorite moments of all time yeah. at any music festival. I'm talking about Electric Forest 2016, mainly, Ron, if you're listening, which I know you are. Shout out to you. I love you. Uh, potential realized. <laughs> Inside joke. Anyway, so we're standing at the top of the mound. He, I'm like, Ron, I need, oh, I need you. Because, you know, Mitch is, Mitch is my go-to, but Mitch is 
Fitch is having fun. He's, he's laughing. having a good time. Yeah, he's having a good time. He's giggling. So I go to Ron. Ron and I are looking out for Cody. He's going to his car. He's going to meet us at the fence at the end. You know, there's we're ready and rocking. I'm staring out. All of a sudden, the security guard just starts walking. He has the like same a same guy. Same guy. I think he just likes messing with Dude, people. Dude, exactly. <laughs> so he has a pass on it, and I can't tell he's a security guard. Right. Okay. I'm standing up. Ron's kneeled down. You know, we're just like kind of like chatting to the sides of our mouth, like, "Where is this Cody kid? You know, come on, where's?" the beer where's this cody character yeah where's this cody character so uh he, the guy goes hey hey what's going on hey come over here hey come over here <laughs> he sees me just standing staring off in the parking lot so he i mean anyone with half a brain is like okay okay and i'm like nah no thanks i'm like nope not doing it I don't feel like talking. I'm like fucking ready and focused to grab this. Because you don't think it's, you don't know. I don't know. Ron goes like this. He like elbows me either verbally or it doesn't matter. And he goes, yo, that's a security guard. I'm like, yes, sir. What's up? Yes, sir. And I walk straight over, you know, my shoulders popped up, you know, like full on showing some respect to this man. And he's like, yo. What you up to? What's going on? I was he's like, probably hey, hoping we're sneaking in a nitrous hold on. tank. Yeah, yeah, I know shit. <laughs> so hold on. He's telling me, you know, uh, what's going on? You know, let me know. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to grab a case of uh, cooler for my friend. It's a small cooler. You can have one if you want. I don't know when your shift is over. He's like, oh, man, I just got on this shift. I just am, I'm coming down from whatever I took. Yeah, wow. he's like, you know, I'm on that come down, but I, you know, and I can't let you go. I just let two g- women in. Uh, so you and Cass, oh, I just let yes, two well. women go. I can't <laughs> let you do it. I'm like trying to strike up a deal with him. You know, uh, you know, what can I do? Uh, <laughs> and he's just finally like, all right, you, you let your homie put it over and I'll walk it on over to you because at the entrance, they're probably watching me. I know for a fact that they have already... You, yeah said something on the mics or whatever and by the way i was like not worried about this security guard but then he had like a straight mic that was covered by the patch and it just goes off so like this whole time like i had been like not disrespectful i was just like no i don't want to talk to this random you know whatever so he he it happens it all works out like cody gets to the car he looks to me he's like and I'm like, hey, just hand it over. He's, he said that's cool. Come on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, e-. and I'm like, if worse comes to worse, I give you 25 bucks for the case or whatever you lost, you know, mm-hmm. and get, we get your cooler. We take the shit back to the car. It's not a big deal. And so homie just lets it go. He walks it on over. What a it dope worked dude. piece of cake. And just like, you know, I know it's like, yeah, he oh, was cool. I know some people listening to this, probably not many are workers of the festival and they're probably looking down on this. This is happening nonstop. Let me share a quick story. I don't of, think they're looking down on it. They know what be going on. No, I just mean they're like kind of maybe a little bit annoyed by hearing this stuff. But it's just this is some of the fun stuff. So let me go on to night two. This is a quicker story. So, you know, I get a little bit verbose. I'm George Railroad Martin over Can here. Can I say something about the Cassie thing sure. before we move on? Just that when she was getting grilled by the guy who obviously was harmless, but he ended up back at our mound like hangout because he had followed her over. And I was like, oh no, this is my dude. This is my dude. And I was trying to I was trying to be like, remember you and I, we were talking over there earlier because I was hoping that that would somehow make him like not give Cassie a hard time. I was like, dude, we're, we're fucking, we got some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got He's just like, oh yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up? <laughs> That's hilarious, yeah. And I didn't even catch that. I must've been talking to somebody about and organizing this whole thing. 
uh, while that was happening because I would have like caught on to that. Like I said, pretty sober, well aware most of the weekend. So <laughs> night two, you know, beers running thin on, across all fronts. You know, we got low cooler. We got low warm beer. We got low everything. So I know that Lydia, I know that Lydia and I have a case of ginger ale quotes ginger ale in the car 100% ginger ale yeah so I run to the car night two you know I'm like I'm full on there's no this homie there's I thought no I sent Mitch for that oh yeah Mitch got the other one we had okay, two okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is end of the night you know Closia had just wrecked house anyway so I'm going and I'm walking to the car and I see people like, y- like yelling at each other like at, in the parking lot area by like the foresty area like the edge right they're like not and I thought they were like yeah. I'm like great I'm gonna because that's where I was gonna go walk across the edge uh-huh. and I get my cool I just start busting it you know and I'm just like walking up walking very fast you know I've got the best footsteps in the game mm-hmm, and these mm-hmm. I catch up to these people and they're like kind of like they're in a like a, t- a fit with each other and i'm like oh they're arguing two great. dudes two or? dudes two dudes sorry and one of them they both seem a little bit sideways and <laughs> finally i get catch up close enough and i can listen in long enough to wait where i hear them going like they're gonna take my fucking beer they're gonna take my beer they think they really think they're gonna take my beer they took our beer they took I'm like, guys, chill. Just follow me. I got a homie that's waiting to run across and grab it. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, and he starts getting like huffy with me. I'm like, bro. What? Not like aggressive. He's just like, oh, yeah. You oh, really- you really think you're going to help? Yeah. And they walk up to the gate, which is like, it looked like it kind of got moved or it wasn't fully connected anyway to like the actual gate area. And they're like talking about like just going, squeezing through. And I like literally just have like... <laughs> I just literally like have the homie at the mound just run down and grab the case for me. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. I walk through the, you know, the security at the front. And those guys Are they like, thank you, Wook no, Jesus? I get <laughs> I get back to camp and they're still just like arguing at the gated area. I'm like they were probably paranoid that you weren't it, I mean, either way, it's just like you see me carrying this case of ginger ale. <laughs> it's just like it was one of those moments where it's like I was very nice. I was like, hey, guys, don't stress it. Just follow me. Anyway, uh, let's jump into another funny story that you have, because I know you got a whole list. Yeah, more alcohol sneak-in stories. So I think we had come back to camp Friday night just to do a little intermission, as you do. You know, people want to change their clothes into warmer stuff, whatever, grab whatever. Grab a snack. And then... I, somebody was talking about how we were going to sneak in the wine bag or we all were talking about it as a group. And I got the wise idea that we could strap it to the bottom of Simone and Christian's camp cart, you know, like those camp carts that you use to load in your stuff or take whatever they were going to, Ron gives me his pash. I'm like, I'm going to strap this to the bottom of the cart because Simone and Christian were going to take it in. So they, I mean, which is brilliant, really. It's just, it adds to something you have to take care of. But if you're not going to more than one spot, it doesn't even matter. But they're going to use it to take in their chairs, just keep our stuff sort of in a corral. Brilliant idea in itself. I'm like, I'm going to strap, you know what security doesn't look at, the bottom of people's carts. I mean, they're just looking into your cart, making sure there's no... So we're going to put it at the bottom of the cart. So everyone's like, I don't know about that. That's, I don't think, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I can do this. Let me interrupt you. I did not ever say, say. (laughs) naysay. Because I have seen Lydia... 
engineer I'm- the most insane thing. <laughs> she is known for fixing on the spot with a, basically a twig and like a little bit of elbow grease. She is nuts. So I'm pretty no- sure you were like, no, Lydia's got this. She just yeah, don't no, worry. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I thought I said that. I know I said that. Okay, cool. So with a pashmina and a pashmina only, I strap a bag of wine kind of like and sorry to be grotesque, but kind of look like a ball sack. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, we've almost all seen one. But I fashioned it in such a way that it was like double, triple tied around. And so, and it was just hanging at the base, the bottom. Maybe we can post a picture on the Sean and Lydia podcast. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. Oh, perfect. I have a little video of it kind of like swinging back and forth. Sean, <laughs> S-H-A-U-N, and Lid, H-H, on Instagram. You'll see it. Yeah, we'll put it on the, the podcast uh post that we make for this particular episode but anyway we strap it there we're like is it gonna stay we go in it does stay the whole way no problem we get it in boom so then we had a wine bag and we did it both nights because of course we're gonna do it again (laughs) yeah 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 duh and i have to say that version two was even better (laughs) version 2.0 yeah no swing like swing swing time hang time (laughs) way lower it was strapped to that baby psycho and i love you cool Uh, so I'll jump in with a very quick story. Just there's so many awesome conversations with people. I know that like many of our listeners know these people. I know most probably don't. But I had so many great conversations with Justin, Rung, Colin, Cruz, Cody, of course, as I've mentioned, B-Word and Cast. Just so many other friends too I haven't seen in so long. I just love, absolutely love Cosmic. It's a guaranteed that even if we lived in Washington, California, Colorado, it doesn't matter. We'd make a point to celebrate Lydia's birthday and the kickoff of unofficially kicking off summer with Cosmic. And so with that being said, one of my conversations with Austin just completely murdered me. Night two on the mound. So picture us just finishing getting waylaid by a closey. Crew is 20 plus thick. We're just having a great time. And I know Lydia has a very sick story with the sofa that she'll get into. Oh, but yeah. So there's a lot of people enjoy, just straight up enjoying themselves. And my sister was there. She had some friends. We were all laughing, giggling. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, pulls up Brandon Paulson. Shout out to the friend of the show, a co-host of mine in previous podcasts. Brandon Paulson rolls up with a bike. You know how when you're walking a bike, it starts clicking, <laughs> click, 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 click. I'm like, what is that sound? And I look behind me and out and just he like, you know, giving his highs to everybody and, you know, saying, hey, I'm so happy to be here. Whatever. He had just gotten in town an hour maybe before from a family trip all over the freaking place. You know this guy. He's a monster. So he rolls up and Austin just elbows me. He's like, wait for it. Wait for it. Oh he's going to say, he's going to, he's going to say, I'm not camping because I live six minutes away. And without a freaking second to spare, without missing a beat, without missing a beat, he literally chimes in talking to somebody else right next to me and Austin <laughs> and Shelby and everyone. Yeah, I'm probably not. I'm not going to stay, though, because I, I live six minutes away. Beautiful. And <laughs> boom. And it just like it was like, was like a joke that him and I had joked, joked about for like the next hour and a half about Brandon. And then we pulled Brandon into it. And Brandon's like thought it was hilarious that in previous <laughs> years he had like said that to people. It's like, you know, people he doesn't know. He's like, yeah, he's oh, like, hey, ah. dude, you can gra- pull up a seat. You know, where's your tent? You know, people that may not know him just like wondering, wondering oh, I only how I live th- six minutes away. Yeah. So I only live six minutes away. So I'm not going to. 
gonna like <laughs> I'm not gonna stay long, but you know, I'll get home safe, blah blah blah. It was just so hilarious and shout out to Brandon for pulling up, parking like up the street, rolling down it, you know, the music's over, the festival is pretty much over, but he just wanted to say hi to everybody. He you know, this is one of the few times a year where the fam gets together, everyone and people flying from out of state. You know, we gotta give a shout out to all those people that came from Minneapolis, Denver. You know, St. Louis, Illinois, and whatnot. So absolutely, and uh, I have two stories to kind of cap this off because yeah. I feel like if I feel like we would be remiss. Speaking of out of town visitors, we kind of glazed over it. But Becca, that first night when she did finally make it into town, I had no idea. They had really done a good job. I had no idea, not even an inkling. Well, that, you know that how much. Coming. Let me interrupt you just for a moment and just make sure everyone knows. And they may know if they've listened to all 200 plus episodes of all three shows I've had. I love surprises. I love to surprise. And, you know, I love to surprise one person more than getting surprised myself. And that's my gosh dang wife for her birthday. So I appreciate well, that. Success, even if you had an inkling. I didn't. If, okay. okay. Like, I really didn't. And be- because Becca's flight was delayed, it almost made it even better for the surprise because yeah. I was, you know, we'd been, you know, partying all day and we're at the after party on the mound. We're G. laying. Jones I'm just chatting it up with the person next to me. And I look to my right. I think you said, look who's here or something like that. No, I look no. to so the what right. what happened? Remember, we got, I had like started this thing. Where's Mitch? Where's Mitch? And I was like, I'm going to go find Mitch. I get up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, Lydia, I, I found Mitch. And right behind Mitch was Becca. It was the trippiest one of the trippiest experiences of my life because I looked over and it's like when your brain sees something impossible and doesn't know what to yeah. make of it. I was just silent with like my jaw drop <laughs> for like 30 seconds as my brain was trying to catch up to what exactly was going on. And there is Becca surprising me at who even knows a godforsaken It was hour. like 1230. At Late li- enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Relative relativity to the festival and what we'd been doing all day. And I just look over and I'm like, what my mind was blown it was a beautiful surprise there's my bestie she's there she made it yeah. it was beautiful it was and beautiful shout out becca and we, sean good we job. gotta give a shout out to a, co- a couple of your birthday presents of course to capper because this is your birthday weekend of course we're celebrating my new job but i want to amplify <laughs> i want to amplify <laughs> that babe that face i've never seen you make that face before it was it was ex- you explained it perfectly so i can't do it i'm not even going to try to re-explain it from my point but it was exactly that it was i can't this is doesn't make sense this is not computing it was like all these emotions it was like you know we just had gotten done watching everything everywhere all at once one of my favorite films of all time automatically and it was it was there's so many scenes in there that were incredible so i'm going on a tangent but basically just trying to explain if you do see that or have seen that movie basically lydia's face like conformed into like 450 different emotions at once and it was just like jaw drop eyes wide full on like what but also like huh but also like it it was so interesting to see like and as i have said for the 18th time i was i remember it crisp and clear because i was not completely it was a wonderful surprise it was a wonderful birthday present and one of the other little tidbits that was exciting is the other half of the mound, like behind me, wasn't really paying attention because we're all having a good time, lost in the sauce a little bit. Nobody was paying attention to what was going on with the Becca surprise yeah. on the other side of the mound. Right, right, right. Not the hill. Not the hill. 
It's not a fucking hell if I hear one more god. Speaking of, people would be walking by. Oh my god, Brennan, owner of Voodoo <laughs> Lounge. People would be walking by and they'd be like, oh, that's so cute. That's so cool. Having fun on the hill. Yeah. Having fun on the and hill. Without a beat, like everyone that is mound vet would be like, it's not it's a not hill. It's not a fucking hill. It's a mound, damn it. They're but like, oh, shit. But also, you're invited. Come join. <laughs> yeah. Come join. The, the mound wants. The mound accepts. The mound takes. <laughs> and so, like, people would be losing shit on the mound. Excuse me. But, like, they'd be losing, like, anything. Their vape. Their phone. I lost my phone somehow, which doesn't happen often. The mound provides. Those. And the mound takes. <laughs> and the mound regurgitates. So, anyway, then there's the other funny quick story that Brennan, the owner of uh, a bar down town comes over on a golf cart which you would see because we failed to mention the early parts that this is separated by like a lane for security to drive through like it's taped off with this orange tape a single strand of orange tape let me mind you so very sturdy yeah yeah you i would like lift it up and just walk through and so he like drove over he's like says something nobody understands what he says he has like two girls on the back it's like he's giving like people a ride to their camp. i'm like whispering down to the people below me i'm like is he can you hear him what is he saying what is he saying and they're like i don't know yeah he like says something kind of funny it's like you would probably get a dui if you're on a road in des moines but it's just funny because he can't comes back with the girl the chicks lost their phone i didn't even see anybody me neither because we were lost in the sauce on the mound but he comes back like whatever five ten minutes later he's driving it back around then the phone apparently was like right in front of us yeah it dropped yeah they grab the phone they're like hell yeah and then he goes to turn around he just like runs into the orange tape tape, just like totally trying to do a yui just like runs straight into it and then just moseys on about his business it like catches onto this (laughs) golf cart like the hood of the golf cart that blocks all the sun for these golf nerds and it just like like pulls like an extra 50% and just rips and flings it, it everywhere. It was a funny thing for our little brains to yeah, do, yeah, just yeah. witnessing this happen. We had just gone through war and a lovey-dovey <laughs> war, of course, but, uh, you know, a basey web war. But we had just gone through heck and back, and we had just been like, or all laughing, full-on, like, belly laugh. It's funny. So I'm just, anyway, shout out to you, fam. I'm glad that you found your phone. But... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but to cap my thought off about Becca is that we got to do a double surprise because after she and I caught up, oh my God, thank you. It was beautiful. I love you, etc. I'm like, Hey, Shana doesn't know that you're here. We should walk to the other side of the mound. And <laughs> can I just be, make one thing yeah. clear. The other side of the mound is maybe I could reach. Shana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just be clear. If you it's lean- not a giant hill you oh go uh, wait what what you 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 put you go on your right cheek and you can reach over right. you know you go single but cheek she still she didn't see what was going on because she's lost in conversation yeah and so i have becca come up behind shana and shana is like almost equally as surprised she's like yeah. oh my god yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah. beautiful and not only shout out becca but shout the f out to thuggish ruggish aka Luis lysaia because he gave me a beautiful birthday present. And also, it was a collaborative work with Nick Gandy. So shout out Nick Gandy. Nick Gandy art. Uh, the world famous artist that you might know by now. Yeah. My internationally man. known. He, he designs tattoos <laughs> That's for actually people true. in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Known. Like Luis picked up this dope hobby. He does, he does rugs. You may have seen it on 
like Either, TikTok or Instagram, people doing homemade rugs basically with their own design. He did an incredible G. Jones one. But for my birthday, as my birthday present, I guess I'm the wine bag girl because he did a wine bag for me. So now I have my own little custom rug that is hilarious. I don't know what else I can do with it other than whenever you're at Sean and Lydia's house, I guess, and we're doing a wine bag, you have to do it on top of yeah, the rug. Yeah, you gotta stand on this rug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you so much, Louise. Thank you so much, Nick. That was a lovely gift. And just to cap out this beautiful recap of one of my favorite weekends of the summer. The summer is just even getting started and I already can tell it you. It hasn't even officially started, <laughs> yeah. you know? That's true. That's summer true. solstice is still around the corner. Yep, you got a good point there. If you've listened to prior episodes, you know that we have a long-standing legend that there is an after-party going on in the woods. And for years, we have sought out the after-party in the woods. And for years, we have come up empty-handed. It just becomes this kind of funny thing that we do. We are like, we're going to go find the after-party because we can see the lights in the woods, but we can never actually find and it. And you can right? hear the wub wubs. You can hear it, but we can't find it. But this cosmic kingdom, I found it because of my beautiful friends, Luis and Chantel. They're like, we know where it is. I think they had already been there at one point that weekend. I'm like, I'm going. I don't want to leave the mountain. This was fan. night one. Night two. Night two, okay. I'm like, I'm having a blast. I'm sorry, guys, but this is something I have to do for me, for my inner child. And so I follow them. We go into the back of the woods. It's no wonder that we never found it in the past because you actually have to walk through so many people's campsites, and I probably just never wanted to do that. I felt rude. But there is a pop-up unofficial renegade set going on in the woods with like a little stage set up and lights but you have to walk through the all these people's campsites which by the way those poor people whether they 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 probably either are a part of it or they had no fucking idea <laughs> so then all night you just have these yeah wooks living their best life coming in and out in and out all night tripping over their tents and so forth but Luis is shiny as light and we're going through the maze of all these tents excuse me pardon me you know sorry yeah 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 we get there oh, and oh, there oh, oh, yeah oh, oh, oh whoopsie midwestern whoopsie. right there we get there we stand on this little this one was a hill not a mound <laughs> little, little hill let's give one thing straight yeah Facing the stage, you can see the stage, there's all these people there. It was awesome. I finally made it, guys. I finally made it to the woods after party that we that people said they didn't believe us. They didn't think it existed, but god damn it, I made it and I did it. Thank you, Chantel and Louise, for taking me. And the proof is on tape, everybody. So that has been our Cosmic Kingdom recap. One of the most fun festivals. I mean, you know. Man, Cosmic, it just gets it. Special. Yeah, so special. Security was better this year. Uh, vending prices, that's something we didn't even mention. The vendor price. Toilets. Toilets were clean. <laughs> the fam and friends from out of like, you know, seven different states was incredible. Lydia's birthday, freaking awesome. Absolutely. And if you weren't able to join us this year, the invitation is open, baby. John and Lydia's house is open. Yeah. Come with us. Come with Simone and Christian the night before. Come stay with us. We'd love to host you. We'd love for you to be there. You will not regret it. Cosmic, there's no other way to go but up, baby. Yeah, we fire on all cylinders for that hosting status night before. You know, we're just so radically excited for Cosmic 2023. So with that being said, raise your favorite favorite beverage and blow out their favorite scented candle because this has been Sean and Lydia Happy Hour, and we out. Thanks for being here.